Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and sitting beside me is my wife, Lauren. Hello. We're one half of the Double Doubles from Hamilton, Ontario. Uh, this week, we are continuing our series talking about Genie Plus and <laughs> what to do at the parks slash whether it's worth it at the parks. And this week, we're talking about Epcot. Yep. Why do I, <laughs> I wasn't around for the what did you start with animal kingdom Animal kingdom yeah which is like my favorite park yes uh epcot yeah so uh just a quick recap disney genie is a part of the my disney experience app that gives you quote unquote tailored suggestions based on attractions that you want to experience in the parks and we'll try to um direct you to those attractions when wait times are historically shorter. We definitely didn't use that option at all. No, we didn't like, look I, at it I, once. I feel like it's not worth, maybe you talked about this, but like, I don't, I don't think that it's worth worrying about or giving much thought to. The, the standard genie service. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. because, well, and we talked about it as soon as when genie was first launched and announced, really, we talked about it both times, but when it was first launched, and you had people on day one talking about how, you know, they went to Magic Kingdom and it was telling them to get on the carousel because right. it was the shortest line and yeah. and that's what they should be doing. And, you know, that's, yeah, don't, do, so don't I, do that. I get that it's a short line, but it's yeah. going to be a short line the whole day. So, yeah, I don't necessarily think that it's worth it to put much stock into the regular Genie service. Yeah. Now, Genie Plus is a paid option um, that is $15 per person per day. Um, and you purchase it through the My Disney Experience app, and it allows you to book Lightning Lane entrances, which is essentially, you know, the new version of FastPass, um, at one attraction at a time, and then book every two hours. Uh, after that it's a little bit of a convoluted it's system. very very convoluted <laughs> so people who are uh so for genie plus um you can purchase it anytime on the day and starting at 7 a.m everybody can make their first selection so um right at seven o'clock it doesn't matter if you're on you know on property or off property um, you can all make those selections at the same time at seven o'clock, um, which means that they're sort of highly sought after. And then you're not allowed to make another selection until two hours after the park opens. So, uh, or after you've used your first one. So again, super convoluted. Um, but essentially if you, let's say you make, a, a lightning lane reservation, um, when you wake up at seven o'clock and you've made it for 10 o'clock, the park opens at nine. Once you check into that experience, then you can make another selection. But if your first selection isn't, um, is for an attraction and it's not until let's say 12, then if the park opens at nine, you can make your second selection at 11 o'clock. I think that clear as mud. Uh, I think it's much easier 
like once you are there and doing it. Well, in the app, it tells you when you can make your next selection. Yeah, so, so, I, that's, so I mean, that's it, very helpful <laughs> so that you don't have to worry about, um, you know, calculating it yourself. The app will tell you when you can make your next selection. You might have to send yourself a reminder or set an yeah, alarm. Yeah, I set or alarms and I, I, we didn't really need them, but I set them just like. Just in case. Yeah. Because time slips by. Absolutely. Um, but anyway, we're going to talk about this service uh, and specific to Epcot. Yeah. Oh, did I don't remember if the, the change to uh, Disney or Genie Plus happened before or after the last episode, but like you can no longer... Um, buy it with your tickets. Yeah, we talked about that. Oh, okay. In the last I couldn't episode. remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you can't pre-buy it with your package. Yeah, you have to with just your buy it package. day by day. You have to buy it day by day. And I think that's, uh, you know, last week Ryan and I talked about how largely an IT, likely an IT problem. Oh, really? I also, th I think that's part of it, but I think it also has to do with uh, availability. Yeah. I think that, um, that you would end up with people who just added it onto their tickets and didn't really either use it. Hmm. Um, and also I, I do think that I, I had heard a lot of the IT problems came with people who had it preloaded. Yes. Like pre-purchased. Yeah. That with they it not were recognizing at it. At seven o'clock they were trying to use it and it was telling yeah. them that they didn't have it. And then I yeah, I think I think there will be some people who will use it for like one of their magic kingdom days and not the other. Yeah. So, so I think I, I actually, I, I know that some people, uh, are upset about it, but I think it might help in the long run just with availability. Mm. And I know that there was a lot of people stuck on this idea of like, it sort of had one of those clauses of subject to availability right. or it might sell out, but I don't, I think Disney still wants people to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think it's going to be. They're not going to arbitrarily limit no. it unless it's really necessary. Yeah. But I think you'll, I, I think it will be fine. And we, we bought it every morning. When we used yeah, it. Yeah. And it was fine. Yeah. We didn't use it every day though. No, but I just mean we, we bought it day by day. Yeah. Um, so Genie Plus, um, has a list of experiences at each park that for your $15 per person per day, you can make lightning lane entrance selections. Um, it's not all of the attractions and it doesn't include typically the most popular attraction, um, which is an, a lightning lane entrance for individual purchase. So you have to purchase separate from genie plus and we'll get into that. Um, but essentially at Epcot, the Lightning Lane entrances offered through the Disney Genie Plus service include, um, in in alphabetical order, not in an order of importance, the Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival, um, Frozen Ever After, asterisk, uh, Journey into Imagination, Living with the Land, uh, Mission Space, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, also asterisk, Soaring Around the World, Spaceship Earth, Test Track, The Seas with Nemo and Friends, and Turtle Talk with Crush. Now, on Disney's official website, at the time of recording, Frozen Ever After and Remy's Ratatouille Adventure are listed 
as being a part of Genie Plus until August 7th, 2022. I, I can't imagine a scenario where they go back to being individual purchase. I was going to say, that's because they were for individual purchase. And they when, they when we were at some point. When we were there in April, we purchased Remy. Yeah. And it was $9 per person, and I don't think it was worth it. <laughs> No. Like, no, I shouldn't say that. I think it was worth it at the time. I don't regret, I did not regret doing it at that particular time. Yes. But I felt like moving forward, I wouldn't purchase it again. Yeah. So I, I think it's like, that was fine to ensure that we got on it and we didn't spend a lot of time like waiting, waiting in line. trying so to figure I, out when we should So wait. I think that's fine, but especially because that was the first time we wrote it, but I don't think it... I don't think that I would pay again to do it, yeah. but adding it into um, like the, the genie plus service adds a lot of value. Same with frozen ever after. Yeah. It makes the $15 a little bit more worth it. Oh yeah. Um, although, you know, the chances of you getting both of those with genie plus yeah. are a little slimmer like yeah. it depends on we had how lucky so you are. when we were there again like remy was not part of this so we yeah. were looking at like um so i love frozen <laughs> and we we knew we did a day at epcot with genie plus and without mm -hmm. and uh i'm even trying to like differentiate like what happened at each <laughs> yeah like did we go on test track on each of them each day uh i know that yes. i know that we ended up getting a test track like later in the day like they'll they'll mm. kind of drop and open other ones so we kind of lucked out i felt like that was a lucky break to get it later in the day yeah but it is you're not going to be able to book frozen and then like at the next two hour mark book remy pretty much yeah so the same thing happened at animal kingdom uh, which Ryan and I talked about last week, where it seems like there are two attractions that everybody's going to want to try and book first. And then there's like two attractions that everyone would be okay to book after that. And then there's the rest of the attractions. Um, and so at Epcot, at the seven o'clock mark in the morning, I would assume that 90% of people are trying to book either frozen or Remy's Ratatouille adventure. Like it's, it's going to be one or the other. And then I assume that on a busier day, most of those are gone at seven o'clock um, for the day. You might get lucky if you, well, or, or you're going to get them like much later in the day. Yeah. Then. Like if you book uh, again, it's like what I talked about earlier. If you happen to book frozen first, and you are really lucky and it gives you a lightning lane entrance time of n between nine and 10. Um, then as soon as you've used it, you can try and book. And if there's any Remy's left, you're going to have a head start over everybody who is trying to book again at 11 o'clock. But I've also read about like sort of unofficial second drops, right? Yeah. Like at like three Oh five, they might open up a few more spots for later in the day on right. some of those rides. So I I didn't look it up or and I don't remember, but that might be sort of how we got test track in it's, the evening. It's possible. Um so but but it's harder to sort of bank on that. But I also think so nowadays I would assume 
again, Frozen Ever After or Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, those are the two that everybody's trying to book first off. Then after that, people would want Test Track and Soren Around the World. Like those are the next two. Yeah, I think Test Track is a popular one because the the wait is always longer. Yeah. For um. So for Test Track is Soren. almost a one B kind of attraction where. I think could... it would be some people's first pick. Yeah. If you're not a little girl, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, I'm not a little girl, but I just think like if like okay if, if you and mark if you and your friend mark were there like i think test track would be like first on his list i don't know do. i think it'd be mission space <laughs> but he didn't do test track we didn't get on it i just think, true, i do yeah. think that there are a lot of people who test track is like that's i think that's a very close second to the other two yeah yeah i guess i mean if you are into into thrill rides test track is a good one to go for first chances are you're going to have slightly better availability um uh, I feel like people who've been to Disney more than once would want Ratatouille if they hadn't done it before or Frozen if they know that it's one of their favorites. But yeah, certainly if somebody um, prefers thrill rides, then Test Track would be yeah. would be number one there. And some people have just had enough of Frozen in general, <laughs> you know, some people. Some people are still mad about Maelstrom being gone yeah. um, in its place. Uh, and then Soren, I think, is a is a pretty um, safe bet at like number four on most people's list, unless you're unless you can't do any of the above or don't want to do any of the right. above. Um, in which case, why are you getting Genie Plus in the first place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so of but a Frozen Ever After and Remy's. Now that you have experienced Remy's, yeah, which would you pick first? Uh, I think I'd still go with Frozen. You think so? Oh, you mean, uh, that's just my personal. Yeah, no, oh. I, I, I. Yeah, I think so. I just really love, I love that Frozen ride. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, I don't know on our next trip. I don't know one or the other. I'd probably have to let you decide, but I want it. I think I'm okay with missing Remy. I yeah. liked it. I liked it a lot. I think. I know I need to do it again. I've only done it once. It's a bit of a blur, you know, like it goes through fast, but I, I don't know. I'd be sad to think that I wasn't going to ride frozen. Yeah. Um, so. See, what's interesting here is um, using genie plus then becomes helpful when you are strategizing about your part time as well. And this is one of the last perks of, uh, staying on site, but the early entry can really play oh, a big deal a big in, in it here. Um, and particularly we know, um, based on experience and, uh, and lots of other people's experiences, um, people who want to go on Remy's first have a better shot if they enter Epcot through the international gateway, which is over between, uh, France and the UK pavilions. Um, it's all the Epcot resorts, the boardwalk, beach club, yacht club, as well as all of the Skyliner resorts, um, Riviera, Caribbean beach, um, pop century and art of animation. And you, if you are on one of those resorts or staying at one of those resorts, 
and you can get to the International Gateway in early entry to to the park or early magic hours. Um, going to Remy is a little bit more feasible and and you won't have as long of a wait. But if you're trying to enter Epcot through the main entrance, everyone else at that other entrance has had a head start and so you may be waiting a little bit longer, which is why it might be more advantageous if you're entering the park from the main entrance to go to Frozen Ever After first and, and go from there. So, uh, you know, this is where a bit of Genie Plus and strategy might come into play, where if you can do extra magic hours in the morning, uh, even if it, even though it's half an hour, um, let's say you were able to book Frozen as your first Genie Plus selection, then try and find a way to get to the International Gateway to go to Remy's first thing have we, and vice versa. Have we talked about our getting on Frozen that one day that we did not use the the one day that we didn't use Genie Plus, like we went a little bit later in the morning um, because we were staying for the extended hours. Like we were staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So mm-hmm. it was open a couple hours after. Yep. And we <laughs> we watched some of Harmonia's yeah. from Norway. Yep. And then we were like, whatever, this isn't actually a great view. Um and so, and so we, so it was like an in-between. It was after nine o'clock, but before Harmonious, Harmonious was ended. done. Yeah. So we like walked on and there was nobody else in the queue. Yeah. And we had a boat to ourselves. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> and then by the time we got out, Harmonious was done and there was a massive lineup <laughs> to get onto I mean, it wasn't massive. It was longer. It was longer, though. It wasn't like, it was was not a 10 or 15 minute wait. No, it was 20 20 some odd minutes. At least, yeah. But I just mean, it was... That's not massive. Well, but you can't, it's not walk-on. No. It looked massive. Like, I just mean, it it got busy and I think it even got a bit longer. Right as soon as Harmonious was done. For sure. And the late extra magic hours, they have to scan magic bands as well so that adds a step in the process to to make that happen um but late extra magic hours are only for deluxe resort guests and villas um so yeah we were staying on dbc so that's why theoretically there's less people um yeah they were good that was those extra magic hours yeah Yeah, they were good because they were really good at magic kingdom but we went and did Soren, like so we did frozen twice then Soren, then test track yeah yeah and then left and but lots of other people strategized to do remy in that time because yeah so i just mean that it's if you have access to those hours it's a little bit different if you're like trying to consider is it worth it or not yeah uh maybe we'll get into that after and family dynamics and that, <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing so long story short for for us um I mean, probably between the two of us, we would pick Frozen Ever After or Remy's first thing and then try to do the opposite one in the extra magic hour in the morning or the extra magic half hour in the morning. Um, then of Test Track and Soren Around the World, I would try to get a Test Track one because Soren... Yep. We've often waited in the standby for Soren. And it's not unreasonable. No. But then after that... Um, I don't really know what you use Genie Plus for. Spaceship Earth. 
I would I would have one just oh. because it's available. Yeah, did we even I think we did use it we once. We did use it once. Um and then like So the thing is with oh, like living with the land when it was a long wait, we were not interested in getting one. Yeah. Or we already had we already had some, like we couldn't book one. Yeah. And then by the time like the rest of them sort of it became sort of a moot point because later in the day yeah like evening, you can walk on to figment you can yeah. walk on to living with the land in the evening or it was like a 10 minute wait or something you can walk onto the seas with nemo and friends later in the afternoon evening I, yeah i was gonna say like it wasn't even that late in the day but it was sort of like as soon as you hit dinner time uh if you're grabbing um like whatever you're grabbing the the lightning lane for yeah is sort of like is it is it worth it? It's not like you can get it for the sake of saying, yes, yeah. I got one, but it doesn't actually help you because you're walking on anyways. Yeah. Um, and then if anybody books the Disney and Pixar short film festival, I've uh, never even gone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we went when it was Captain EO once. Yeah. But we haven't been to see any of that. I no. mean, that, like with Rosalie, we might go. Yeah. It's, you know, as a good, sit down. as a good break, I guess mission space. Like if you, I know orange tends to be a longer line, so you can book it specifically for orange. Um, that's yeah, that's, that's about it. Like, yeah. Turtle talk. I, I mean, you, you don't <laughs> yeah. need one for that. The Pixar short film festival don't need it for that journey into imagination i guess if you had like kids once in a while if you had kids and you were like we are leaving at five o'clock yeah and and you're not gonna wait until then to to do that ride i think i know that there have been people who have sort of said with young kids like they just don't want to risk having to wait in lines so in general like disney or genie plus is like i guess a good option yeah or you know um but yeah i don't know that's where i think it depends on your family dynamic really and it, and it also depends on the crowd size yeah because if crowds are low or even moderate size it, you may not necessarily get the same benefit as if it's moderate to busy yeah i wonder what will happen like if if uh the stock market keeps going down, <laughs> right? Like well, this is going to be a very esoteric. I guess conversation. I was listening to a f podcast uh, recently about what like, you listen to podcasts. I know I was listening. Is it to this one? one? Did nah, we talk about it? No, did you? I don't no. know. If we did, I missed that episode. But that <laughs> that like just because to control inflation, uh, like interest rates are going up, but like the stock market was also the lowest in the states that it has been like. Mm -hmm like it was sort of setting record lows and uh so like if that happens again and nobody is traveling do people still pay for it? do you know what i mean like it, like right now we're in such a we're set we're at such a high like demand for travel mm -hmm. but that's going to run out of steam at some point who yeah. knows when but i just wonder because like fast passes were always free yeah so whatever so do you pay to walk on and then walk on again do you, do you know what i mean like before you used to get a fast pass i would 
I don't know. Uh, in that scenario, I would always walk on first and then use <laughs> then use the. I think right now range. it's just very it's very hard to predict. Yeah. Like if anything, you know that the crowds are going to be sort of on the heavier side. Yeah. Um, we're just still not seeing like the current trend is just tends to be busier. Still busier. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this sort of changes as crowd level changes. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Epcot is like one of those parks too, where it's, there are some really great rides. Yeah. But I mean, there's not a ton of rides. No. So the benefit of using Genie Plus is really about, you know, convenience because you could theoretically wait in line at the five big attractions and that that would be your day you'd be able to yeah to do it um i think it worked out really well for us in that for like getting getting some of the busier rides i didn't regret getting it for the no. one day but i also did not feel like I didn't wish I we had had it for the second day we were at Epcot no. or vice versa. I think we got it our second day, but yeah. Um, and then I know like, so on our last episode, we have a listener, Vicky, hello, <laughs> who had mentioned like, she likes to park hop. Um, so it, she sees value in it as like going to like you, you pay, but you can still get them at the, at another, at park. another park yeah. or even if you go to another park like yeah and and historically how it how it works is as the as the times sort of fall away yeah or, or get used up you're booking attractions later in the afternoon yeah. and and evening and you end up stacking them kind of really close together or overlapping and that would actually be a benefit if you're park hopping right. to, say, Epcot. If you could stack, let's say you grab Test Track. While um, you're at the other park, While you're right? at the other park. Yeah. Um, Test Track, Spaceship Earth, and or Soarin' Around the World and, and something like that. Yeah. That would feel like you were getting value out of that. Yeah. Um, with your park hopper. Um, but I guess... A lot of it comes down to a judgment call of how busy the park is, yeah. is going to be. And I be. think it also depends on, like, your family. Are you, like, one or two people buying it? Yeah. Are you, like, Because $30 of... US is an easier pill to swallow than $60 US. Yeah. Um, and that's one day. And that's one day. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it it's tricky. I also found that, like... It was a, a feeling I didn't really like walking into the park and not having like the days that we didn't buy it. There's like a little bit of anxiety there where where you always had the like fast pass to fall back on. Right. Yeah. You were like, I know I know I'm getting on these three rides like this. We, we have Seven Dwarfs Mind Train booked. So it's like it's good. We know at three o'clock we're getting on that. But when you don't when you decide not to book Genie, and like if you haven't booked it right you know, at seven, like if you haven't bought it first thing in the day, I don't know that there's any point <laughs> to buying it later. Yeah. Um, but it was an interesting slash not, not totally comfortable feeling of walking into the park being like, I don't know what we're in for weight wise. And like, we kind of have to wait for everything. Yes. Um, it worked out fine. Yeah. But I know that we probably wouldn't be able to wait, you know, 30 or 40 minutes for something with Rosalie. No. 
I can't do anything for 30 or 40 minutes with her right now. <laughs> yeah, she's got to be entertained by something yeah. else. But, but I, that's I'm, when you I, would, but then you would use, um, you know, rider swap. Yes. Yeah. But I guess um, I, I understand the idea of like just wanting to have it every day as sort of that safety net, I sure. guess. Well, I mean... Kudos to Disney's brilliant marketing uh, in terms of in the FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> but but the interesting thing is, if you if they left it to when the park opens, you'd have a whole bunch of people who would go to the park, look around, go, "It's not that busy. I don't need to buy it today." But right. at seven a.m., you don't know how big the crowds are going to be. No, unless like for some reason all your res- all the park reservations are gone. And, you know, it's right, a holiday or a weekend. holiday or yeah, um, event. Then you know, like, okay, it's going to be busy. But at 7 a.m., you typically don't know just how busy it's going to be at that time. So you kind of, yeah, your FOMO, your fear of missing out, you, <laughs> yeah. you feel like you have to buy it um, in anticipation that, well, what if it is busy? Then I'm going to wish that I had it. And then I'm going to have missed out on making yeah. my reservation at 7 a.m. <laughs> the strategies behind um uh, genie plus are it's pretty incredible i think yeah i think how like how complicated you can make it yes and i think i just really had to forget about fast pass yes because i can really get stuck on like uh you know when we're talking about the value of something like this it's really difficult not to compare to say like but you know last year or the year before before like we had all of this for free as yeah. part of our so i think it's just that's not there anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just kind of have to look at it on its own like uh the value compared to having it or not having it well and and ryan had made an interesting point last last week where we talked about um how disney will have a you know it'll be a master stroke of of marketing but oh, yeah um but essentially how uh fast passes were free now there's a paid service and it won't surprise anybody if disney then offers that for free as, as an incentive promotion? as a promotion, promotion? yeah um <laughs> and it's kind of like hey this thing that used to be free and isn't now but we're gonna offer it to you yes. for free if you book so yeah um yeah no surprises there if if and when that happens well, i feel like that it's might be like when, when the when the stock market is crashing hey there will be more be more promotions or more <laughs> offers um let's talk about the individual lightning lane at epcot okay like the individual purchase um because when genie plus first launched it was frozen ever after and then remy opened and it swapped to to remy yeah, I was I was really happy for that because as much as I love Frozen, I think it would hurt me a little bit to pay to pay individually to pay to go on for it. it. Yeah, and now that Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind has opened, Remy's has gone to the Genie Plus service, and Ryan Ryan and I again talked about this last week, where you know when it first launched, Disney had talked about having two attractions, two major attractions that would be for individual purchase. And they've kind of shied away from that. Well, and, and I, I assumed it was, you know, because you probably aren't going to get people who buy all three, like buy Genie right. Plus oh, and think, buy two individual Lightning Lanes. Also, it was, they were having problems with people buying 
uh, Genie Plus and there not being enough to support it, right. not being enough rides. So like the value and the availability of yeah. of booking uh, opened up a lot when they added a couple more rides. Yeah. So I I mean they say this Frozen and Remy will only be. It says until August 7th, but I just yeah. assume they'll keep extending it or eventually they just won't talk about it anymore. Yeah, I, ho- <laughs> I hope they do because it does add it does add a lot more value. To I, it. I think so. Yeah, it makes it a much more attractive um, opportunity to buy Genie Plus when you know that Frozen, Remy, yeah. Test Track, Soren are all on it. Like it even the possibility of getting all four uh makes it think yeah. makes you think that the fifteen dollars will be worth it. The chances of actually getting all four are slimmer. But, right. But but it depends but on the you, time. But if you're using if you're able to book one for frozen, it means that you have more time to wait yes. in line for or do other things for something, yeah. right? Like so you might not get one for Remy, but you might have you might be okay to say like, okay, well we'll wait the hour. Yeah. If you want. So as soon as Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind launched for the first time, um, it was available for individual purchase. And it should come as no surprise. Um, it used to be uh, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance was the most expensive individual attraction at $15. Right now, it averages $17 for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Oh, wow. Um, that's, that's the price for an individual. It's gotten a really good response. Yeah. Like, I mean, the ride looks amazing. Um, I can't wait to go on it. Um, I feel like it might be sort of similar to Remy's where I would happily kind of pay the individual price once to make sure that I got on it on my next, um, trip. But then after that, I'd be okay to leave it up to what fate. <laughs> yeah. Um, strategizing, trying to make sure that like you go there first thing in yeah. the morning and, and do your best to, to get onto it, which I mean, I feel like frees up frozen ever after nowadays um, because that's where everybody who's in line for the early morning entry can go to Guardians of the Galaxy first thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Right now it's virtual queue. Yes. Yeah. So eventually when it's not virtual queue, that will be when everybody yeah. goes and lines up um, at that point. But in the meantime, losing out on a virtual queue, uh, the way to mitigate that is is by purchasing the individual lightning lane. And this is where another one of those um, few perks of staying on site is on-site properties, um, with a few exceptions, uh, allow guests to book individual lightning lanes at seven o'clock, whereas the general population or general public can't do that until the park opens. So if you want to make sure that you're going to get on Guardians, then you can book an individual lightning lane at, at seven o'clock. Yeah. I think I would pay for it once. Um, and if then it was try over and... 17, would you pay for it? If it was 17? Over. Over 17? If you saw it over. Oh, oh let's be realistic. We're never going. We're not going to go at a, a peak time that it's going to be. <laughs> or at least, you know, we 
we typically don't. Or if we are, then it's a, a it'll be a Christmas present to myself yeah. to pay twenty to twenty five dollars to go yeah. on that ride. Um, yeah, I mean, I would. Uh, There's such a separation when you're just doing it on an app and it's yeah. like hooked up to your. And you're like, who cares? I'm on vacation. I don't even see yeah. that money. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I would do it once and then do everything in my power to not do it again. <laughs> yeah. I also think like this is nothing that if you told me like I would absolutely pay for it every time or I have paid for these every time, like I, I don't feel like. I'm like, oh, what an idiot. No. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, no, because there I, are people that enjoy it that much, that want to have that experience. Yeah, and like... And don't want to wait. And I totally understand it. Yeah. I understand wanting that that safety net or just like not caring if that's where your money is go- going. And... But, you know, gas ain't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Things are more expensive these days. Yeah. And so it can be a little bit harder to justify spending that money every time that you went um but i don't begrudge anybody who does do it no um certainly you know if we had the means we would do it um yeah and if we had more means all one as well if if we had more means we would just do (laughs) vip tours all the time but maybe i would like here's my thing with vip tours i think they are wonderful um and i definitely would love to do one one day um, but there's also this part of me that's like, do I want a stranger with me all the time on my trip? The like, not do like I want every the, single the day. Tour. I don't think you'd have the, the same like person the... every day if you happen to book. A no, VIP. but that's what I mean. Yeah. So you always have this person who's like not really a friend, not a family <laughs> member, who's like ushering you around. And I know that they're like so good at their job. So that's why I think I could do it like once but would i want that all the time i think it's different they don't I'm get sure. your inside jokes you know <laughs> yeah do you know what i mean they'd be like Is do you remember the time when, we, when say we did this and this happened and they'd be like no yeah i don't know i just think like or like are they gonna <laughs> what if we're like oh we're gonna go to the nomad lounge like do they just sit there awkwardly on the arm of the couch while you like <laughs> do you know what i mean I'm just saying you have somebody else on your vacation who's working, who's yeah. not really. So I think I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that all the time. We say that having not like not having had the experience. So. That's true. Maybe I would hit <laughs> it. it be... Maybe I would hit it off with them and be like, where's Ryan? Who cares? Like, just tell me more <laughs> of Disney stories. But yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, would you pay Guardians the Guardians price? I would probably get there and be like, sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I feel the same way that you do. Uh, I want to I want to try it once. Yeah. And, and if it's and, and as much as it would be a, a a pain. Like I'm this is also assuming eventually when the virtual queue is gone because as as long as it's a virtual queue, you're either in it or you're not. Like you don't have to go and stare down a 300 minute wait and go, "Okay, you know, this is what the first half of my day is going to be about." Um, with the virtual queue, it's really great at handling sort of these attraction launches without you having to physically stand in line. Yeah. I like that. I hate how disappointing it can be for people who don't get into them. Yeah. Like right away. (laughs) And I know they drop it a couple times, once or twice a day. Yeah. Um, but, but still like it's disappointment and 
Um, I don't know what the answer is. Less people got to go to Disney. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, but sure, I would, I mean, I would pay and then probably not pay again. Yeah. And just hope that that price doesn't really go far up. Yeah. But that's, that's realistically what I would probably do. Yeah. So. But maybe I wouldn't do it on our first date. Like sometimes we, we typically go to Epcot two days. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to change I feel like you would with... do it on your first day in on the off chance that you're like, this is the most amazing ride that oh, I've so ever you, been on. I was going to say. And I need to pay for it twice. Oh, I was going to say like, try not paying for it the first day. And go, go and on And see it. if you yeah. can get on it without that's too true. much inconvenience. And then the second day be like. It's your safety. Are you going to, did you love it so much you'll pay once? Yeah. The second to ride it a second time? Or is it like you just didn't get on? So I don't yeah. know. That, that to would... each their own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it would be hard to pay for like four rides, like each of us twice. <sighs> right? Yeah. I mean, that's $68. Gas, gas ain't cheap is gas what somebody cheap. told me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, $68 buys you uh, a couple of really nice souvenirs. Yeah, or dinner. Or well, yes. quick service dinner. No, you could get you could get a regular sit down, not California grill, but yeah. like and no no drinks. No drinks. No alcoholic <laughs> drinks. You could that would buy you all these all these stipulations. You could go have dinner without an alcoholic drink for $68. Yes. So there you go. Yeah. Um so we're going to uh, probably come to the exact same conclusion that Ryan and I did last week about Animal Kingdom. Which is, um, if you're into using it, great. Um, but I, we don't necessarily see the value. I there. think there's more value here than at Animal Kingdom. That's true. Um, I, I agree, but marginally, I think. Right. I mean, we had a pretty good day not using it, but I don't think it's the worst um, use of your money. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I think it would be more attractive, uh, you know, if we, when we go with Rosalie, it will make make it more attractive for us to want to um, save time by not waiting in, in those lines. Yeah, um, and I think if you are only at Epcot one day, it's probably a, a reasonable purchase. Whereas yeah. at Animal Kingdom, I would say, like, you probably don't need to. Yeah. I, but I feel like it's the same kind of thing at Animal Kingdom as at Epcot. A good, if you have time, a good strategy can can get you everything. I also think that Animal Kingdom, though, that's going to change. I think that D23 is going to make announcements <laughs> about Animal Kingdom. They have to. They're not leaving Dino Land the way it is. Lauren's got a hot take here. I think so. Don't and... you think so? I've been saying this for a couple of years. Like, something is going to be going on like we all know that dino land is not there's not even primeval world there's just an open it's like a vacant lot yeah they're gonna do something with it yeah they, they're I either could see them they're I, gonna do something stupid like zootopia because <laughs> they already have a zootopia i think in tokyo yeah anyway i think they're gonna they're gonna have to add if they want to keep giving value to things like this 
like services like this, yeah. Animal Kingdom needs something else. And it can't just be an animating animation class, <laughs> <laughs> drawing class at a, a far distant land called Rafiki's Planet. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I think I think that that might change. Yeah. <laughs> eventually. I mean, this years. is totally off topic, but it yeah, kind of is, I think yes, I think D twenty three there. I would say there would be an announcement, and then it will take like two years oh maybe they're going to announce that they're expanding pandora because there's a new movie coming out there's supposed to be five avatars oh my goodness so, so maybe a water park because this one is called <laughs> isn't it called water uh something water underwater no <laughs> <laughs> not that anyway i think that there i think if you have one day at epcot i think it's a good use just like don't yeah. be surprised if when you're booking don't Nemo. expect to get all of them. <laughs> well, yeah, like and and later in the day, like when we used it, it was sort of like, did we need to book that? Yeah, you're basically booking the seas with Nemo and friends yeah. because you're like, eh, I've got to use it for something. Yeah, um, but and, I think early, like for some of the other rides, it can definitely save you time. Yeah, and then for the individual Lightning Lane purchasing for Guardians, I would say yes for the first time. Yeah, which and means then, you have to have two people on your phone. Like on a phone, on like a phone. Yeah. So like, if you're trying to book both, if yeah, you're like, only going to Epcot for one day and you're going to do Genie Plus and the individual Lightning, yeah, lane, and that's what you not that's what you and I did. Yeah. So one of us booked the individual Lightning indiv- Lane, yeah, and then um, booked Remy, and then the other person booked our first like yeah. li- regular Lightning Lane, yeah, and purchased the whole thing like uh, Genie Plus. What you can purchase it just before, yes. right? Anyway, I think that's the way to ensure that you kind of get the best, the best uh, times yeah. available. I think that's probably a good place to leave it. Yeah. Um, Thanks for listening to us ramble. <laughs> <laughs> on and on about Epcot. <laughs> and um, Animal Kingdom and, and what's going to happen after D23. <laughs> oh, man. Next week when we talk about another Genie Plus strategy... Then we'll have two more parks to ramble about. Yeah, that and we've I'll already talk about talked about Animal Kingdom and D twenty three again. <laughs> Don't get rid of dinosaur. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's a good place to leave it. Again, we're going to ask you to head to our Facebook and Instagram page and let us know whether you think Epcot is worth it. What your strategy for it is. Um, I want to you... know what what are you going to book? What's your first ride? Yeah. Do you book book Frozen first? Remy's first? Test Track first? Figment? Whatever. Uh, yeah to each their own <laughs> <laughs> um yeah head on over facebook instagram and uh, and let us know and that's it yeah thank you for listening thanks for listening subscribe if you can share it with your friends and yeah we want to thank you so much for joining us and on behalf of myself ryan and lauren we're the double doubles you've been listening to dole whips and double doubles thanks so much for listening and we look forward to you joining us again next time Mm